0: Economist here at Freight Waves, and I am excited for this one. This one is going to be with Echo Global Logistics, and I'm joined by Zach Jeklin, Chief Information Officer, and we also have Jay Gustafson here as well, EVP. And I am excited to get to chat with both of you because it's an exciting time, but also a bit of a scary time within this space. And thank you both for being here. Yeah, thanks for having us. We're excited. And so jumping into it, um, we're, we're thinking of the role of data, the role of technology, the role of data science um, within this industry. And, and Zach, I'll start off with you. Um, I think really right now, this is a time where a lot of companies have to double down and really being efficient, double down and really getting the most out of technology. And can you talk to just kind of kicking us off what you really see as core things to focus in on as we really kind of get into really the core efficiencies within the market that you really have to kind of focus in on when things are slowing down, when things are looking a little bit down right now?
1: Yeah, sure. I'll start with data science. That's really an area that's near and dear to my heart. Uh, I remember 10 years ago at Echo, I've been there almost 15 at this point, point. 10 years ago, I ran a finance organization. And I can remember things that we did with data and analytics to put in front of the business we thought were Ahead of our times. We were using SQL queries and visualization tools and macros and excel uh, We got all excited about that. And I think about where we are today, we have 15, more than 15 real data science scientists writing complex algorithms that drive value to the business. And that's such an important evolution at Echo. And the things that we've been able to do and the business value that we've been able to drive through those investments um, have taken us to another level over that decade. And so it's been really fun to watch. And When I think about some of the reasons for success there, I think about the relationships that folks like Jay and I have and knowing the roles and responsibilities of each of the organizations within Echo. I think about Jay's brokerage and operations teams really having the role of finding the use cases and coming up with the ideas of how to leverage that data and how to use that data to drive value through the organization. It's my technology team's job to make sure that our data scientists Uh, that report up through strategic analytics have access to a playground of data that they can spin up and spin down at their leisure, test things. Because at the end of the day, not every one of those ideas is going to be a winner. And so we want to be able to rapidly test and run R&D on those ideas so that we can find the one or two that are the winners and then implement those deep into our technology platform and, and make them enterprise grade. And that's when it comes back to my tech team to make sure that we can stand up those, those platforms.
0: I think that's a great point. And, and I mean, Jay, when looking at what you're doing with your team, I can only imagine how really not just knowing what's happening near real time, but having that predictive side also is helpful as well.
2: Yeah, I would say, you know, it's, I think that the, the evolution of data science in our business and the formation of algorithms has really been one of the key differentiators that's helped make our people better over the years. I think back to my early days in brokerage and the really successful people were the ones that had this deep tribal knowledge. And over years, they learned what rates and market conditions looked like throughout the country. Our ability to digest large sets, sets of data has just completely expedited that learning curve and the ability for new employees that we hire to get access to accurate pricing. They don't have to rely on a data point in their brain that they remember moving a shipment at two weeks ago. The algorithms that we've partnered with Zach's team on and our data science organization, it's really changed the way our people operate. They know what capacity to define much easier. They know what rates look like with different factors being applied to that specific shipment. That couldn't be done at the scale that we're working at without a real focus on data science and how we incorporate those algorithms into our workflows and our, our technology stack. And and Zach, a brief conversation I had a little bit earlier on, and that
0: always kind of comes back to this because you have data science, the big thing being data. And really we're looking at data, not all data is good. And really, how do you go about really dissecting, okay, this is meaningful data. This is something that we can kind of move forward with and versus, all right, this is data that maybe there's not a solution here for it just yet, but. We'll put this one to the side for now.
1: Yeah, I think something that I'm uh, that I'm very proud of from an Echo perspective is that our evolution in this space has continued to improve over the last few years. And I, I put a lot of it towards the modernization that we've done of our technology stack. We've been a proprietary uh, TMS company building our own TMS over the last um, 18 years. And as we've modernized that, we've made it more API-driven Our ability to integrate and bring in data through APIs, whether that's through outside data sources or whether it's through third parties that have unique, you know, take a look around this floor. You see a number of third parties that have unique offerings that we want to be able to test. And the more modern we've been able to upgrade the tech stack, the easier those integrations have been. And so we're at a point now where if you can stand up an integration of new data in, in a few weeks you don't have to be perfect about the data. You can bring things in, you can test it, you can see if it adds value and you can throw it away if it doesn't. Historically, years ago, if it would take months or quarters to integrate something like that, you had to be for sure about it because you were investing a lot of time and resource. So I think that modernization effort that we've been going through over the last few years has really drove a faster pace of innovation for us as we've been able to integrate a number of different
0: third parties or, or data aggregators. And, and Jay, when we're looking at those advancements, I can only imagine the data and technology also does something special with being able to scale solutions and also being able to offer customized solutions. Can you talk to that aspect of being able to not just offer a one size fits all, but really offer a customized solution for multiple people?
2: Yeah, I think if you think back to the early days of we'll just focus on, on pricing algorithms being coming part of a brokerage's DNA, those lanes that you you would run or rates that you would get were very market-to-market specific or three-digit zip to three-digit zip. And as we've been able to successfully leverage and understand unique requirements or attributes about a client's shipment or freight that a carrier is specifically looking to haul, we've really been able to customize our algorithmic solutions to not just publish a one-size-fits-all um, rating algorithm, each rate that's generated is client-specific, it's lane-specific, it looks at the unique attributes of that 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 load, it looks at what's going on in the overall marketplace as it applies to that specific shipper or trucking company, and creates different outputs. So a, a shipper that comes in to the Echo Ship platform or requests a real-time rate through API they'll see a different price than another shipper would see running the exact same lane because they have different service requirements. They've got different weight or commodity inputs. And so we really believe that that kind of generic market-to-market approach doesn't really deliver the the full value that a client's looking to unlock in these digital solutions that are now becoming more relevant in,
0: uh, in, in our industry. It definitely seems like the benchmark gets raised higher and higher, especially as we continue with these advancements. And and Zach, one of the things you mentioned, of course, is all the folks out here, the third parties, that you really are being able to kind of, you know, test the solution, see how that works and all these other things. And really, that seems like the next phase. So I remember not too long ago in in Freight Tech, everyone was talking about, okay, you know, transparency. And of course, we believe in transparency. And also so seems like the next phase seems to be collaboration and partnerships and co- Can you dive into that aspect of really the next phase of freight tech and really how collaboration and partnerships and data all kind of fit together?
1: Yeah, of course. Uh, I think that we've always taken a buy versus build approach to any new type of technology. And as I mentioned before, we've been building our proprietary TMS for 18 years, and that's very differentiated for us in the marketplace as adds a significant competitive advantage. But every aspect of that piece of technology, the, the TMS, doesn't have to be built by Echo. There's a number of providers. You can look around this room. There's a number of providers that are have built and invested in tools that add substantial value to the overall industry. And so Echo looks at those as opportunities to partner or to buy that technology and pay a service fee, right? Not spend tens of millions of dollars investing in our own version of it when it doesn't necessarily differentiate ECHO, but it can add substantial value to the overall industry. And so that's what we're looking for. And when you mentioned partnerships, um, there's a number, that exi- a number of them that are starting to exist. We're taking part in the scheduling consortium uh, that you heard on stage earlier this morning at Freight Waves. Uh, we're taking part in an LTL, um, consortium to look at better ways to connect via API. Uh, and so there's, a a a number of areas out there where we think that the combined expertise and the combined knowledge of the players that are in this on a daily basis, uh, we can, we can create better ways that add efficiency across the overall supply chain, um, while still adding value to Echo individually.
2: I would just add to that. I think that from our point of view, there's certain problems that are best being solved within our four walls. They're proprietary, they a- unlock true business value to the shippers and carriers that we support. There's other problems that are industry-wide that take that cross-organizational collaboration from different stakeholders. The scheduling consortium, I think, is one that's you know top of mind for Echo. That that's a problem that's big, that requires shipper, carrier um, TMS participation. And so I think those are the areas that were the most focused on partnership and uh, a more transparent approach to de- develop the right solutions for the industry. Yeah, I think that's a great point. And I really, I think that all kind of comes down into, as I
0: think was mentioned, value add for the customer and that efficiency. And I know one of the big things when I've, I've used different services, even outside of the freight space, I can have, hey, this was a great product. This was a great experience. But. It wasn't easy to get to use or like it was an easy process. Can you talk to really the importance of, OK, this is a great po- product, this is quality, but it also has to be easy for companies to onboard, easy to integrate?
2: Yeah, I would say that when we think of developing new technology that's used internally or externally, really understanding the user experience, soliciting feedback from them on Desired workflows or, or how they effectively do their job—it's a key component to the product delivery lifecycle. I often will say, coming up with an algorithm or modifications to an algorithm is is the easy part of what we're doing. Figuring out how a client effectively uses that information and what aspect of the shipment life cycle or a specific workflow you insert that information to help them make. The right decision. It's critical. And there isn't a one-size-fits-all approach to that. But really listening to your customer, collecting user feedback when applicable, doing A-B testing to try out different approaches of delivering the same uh, intended value-added feature. I think it's really helped us be successful, drive good adoption, get the engagement we want out of new features we're delivering.
1: Yeah, real quick. One, one of the first questions we ask any vendor when we're in these conversations is, can we get access through an API? If they've created their own UI or UX, a lot of times, probably for a smaller broker, that's great. For us, we don't want our sales and operators or our shippers or carriers to be bouncing around between products. We want to bring in that data ingested through an API and make that available through our TMS. So that's always the first question, which is, we'll ra- we'd will we rather create the UI ourselves so that it can be very ingrained in the workflows that our people are already using.
0: And closing question for both of you, Zach, I'll start off with you here. Whether it's the next six months or six years, whether it's Echo or the industry overall, what are you most excited about in the
1: industry? That's a great question. Uh, I- I'm excited to continue to see the evolution of this technology. Echo has been saying it for a long time. Uh, it's technology at your fingertips, experts by your side. We stay true to that vision and that strategy. It's the people and the tech. There's nobody at Echo that I work with more than Jay on a day-to-day basis. And I think that that holds true to that, to that strategy. It could, it's not just a technology thing. It's not just an operations thing. Uh, These two have to go hand in hand together and the use cases and the tech that's driving those efficiencies for his groups. um, Mm -hmm. We're seeing that change in a major way and it's been exciting. And Jay, what are you most about?
2: I would just quickly add that, you know, I think we're now at this uh, critical point where we're starting to see new technology become available. We're seeing algorithms get better, you know, faster. And I'm really excited to continue to see a world where our people, our our relationship representatives can focus less and less time on mundane operational activities and really focus on adding more value to the shippers and, and the carriers that they support. And I think this evolution of technology and relationships is really the winning formula within the industry. And uh, I think we're excited to continue to build on that momentum in the coming years. I'm excited to see it.
0: Jay, Zach, thank you both so much for joining me for this fireside chat. Looking forward to what the future has, and I'm sure we'll check in again soon.
1: Yeah, thank you Thanks for, for having us. It. Appreciate it.